Welcome back to Winning Within, the world's number one self-development podcast. This is your host, Orlando Avalon, the lover of philosophy and the fuck buddy of wisdom. I've got the pleasure to welcome Finn again. Finn Lopes, yeah. welcome. Hello. 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 Today we're going to talk about anxiety. So what are we gonna what are we gonna say about anxiety? Well, I've been feeling anxiety today. I guess that's a that inspired us to talk about. It. Yeah, we were inspired by anxiety. Will this be a podcast episode or a therapy session? Maybe a little bit of both. Mm. Mm. Who will help who? Maybe we'll all help each other. That's a good attitude. I like that. So let's dive into it because I told you recently, like earlier, we were having a conversation, and you were, oh, let me, yeah, you were asking me, uh, or I, I told you that it was new to me to to feel my emotions. Yeah. Well, my first question is, what did you do before? I ran away from anything, any emotion that felt uncomfortable to me. I would run away from it. So it was, it was pressing like on your awareness, but then you went out and got a drink or smoke or yeah whatever it was a cookie uh, it, it, a cookie, or cookie. um cookie yeah it, it could have been junk food what like typical for me in the past was junk food or weed or cigarettes as well it took me a long time to stop smoking cigarettes too so anything like that that was like an addiction for me in the past when i felt strong negative emotions i would run to that pretty automatically as soon as I would feel like anxiety was a big one like as soon as I felt anxiety I would run to whatever to weed to I would go get food I would go smoke a bunch of cigarettes whatever and uh, yeah so I, I was just escaping it doing what I could to escape it and I assumed that that made it worse and then at some point it was so bad that you had a change of attitude Indeed. Well, at some point it got so bad that I sought help and was blessed to find someone who really helped me and is continuing to help me tremendously. His name is Dave Wright. He is based in Amsterdam and you can, I will put his website in the link in the description. I'm kind of new to this for now. I'll put it in the description of this video. If you want to check him out, I highly recommend it. We're not sponsored. We're not sponsored, but like he's helped me so much, so fucking much, that just in terms of my emotional health and my self-esteem and how I feel about myself and how I feel about my future and my ability to be present and my ability to connect with others, my ability to connect with myself, like the list goes fucking on and on and on, so... Since you spoke to him? Yeah, since I've been working with him, since I've been doing the work with him. Mm. Okay, let's go back to the anxiety. So sure. you had a change of attitude and it starts with something small because yeah, what can you, what else can you do rather than do something small to change it? Well what was your first thing you did? And what did it what what effect did it have? The first the first thing that I did to that was different? Yeah. So, like, essentially your question is, what do I do now? No, not now, because you started a while ago with mm. trying to feel it. What, okay, what, okay. How did you start? And was it painful to start doing it? 
Yes, yes, yes. It was painful to start doing it. It continues to be painful. Because there are emotions that are unpleasant. Like, I don't like to feel anxiety. But now I recognize that it's, it's a part of me calling out for me. It wants my attention. It wants my recognition. It wants my love. And so the first Same thing... Same for me, but... Uh, yeah, so. Ooh. <laughs> the, the first thing that I started doing was just feeling it, but I was a little bit more timid. I, I think I had not yet quite understood the full importance of feeling my emotions. Not that I have now, but I've understood it much better, and I expect I'll continue to understand it better. But at the time, I didn't understand it as well as I do now, so I was a bit timid with it. I would feel it a little bit, and then I'd be like, ah, it's not going away kind of thing. Um, so when you go in with the intention of, okay, I'll feel it so that it goes away, that's not love, you know? It's like your friend comes up to you and he he or she wants to, like, just um, get something off their chest, and you're like, okay, like, I've got two minutes for you, though. You know, it's like, well... I want your love right now. I want you to show me that, you know, that I matter to you. I want you to show me that you care about me. And you're telling me like, okay, fine, you can pour your heart out to me, but only for 120 seconds because I got shit to do. You know, that's not love. No, not really. It's like a checklist. I have to do this. Yeah. And I want to show that I do it, but not actually do it, which is uh, a shame. And yeah. I find this question very interesting. I think it's very subjective for everybody. However, we can maybe craft some words describing it. But how do you feel? In the sense of how do you feel your emotion? Why? Because we could speak about it now in the sense of helping certain people who are not capable yet of doing that or are not aware of that they are capable of doing it. But for them it may be just blah 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 language rather than something substantial. So I think what would you propose? Let's say you're 24 something, 20, 24, and you recognize yourself in the story you told. Just Yeah, you seek distractions basically. That's the, the fundamental thing. Mm -hmm. And whatever it is, yeah. Some things are more dopamine rewarding than others. Like checking your phone is maybe a bit less dopamine than drinking very hard and eating a lot of sugars. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, you can determine where you are maybe. But yeah, what would you say? Where do you start? In a way, it would be comprehensible for someone who's not doing it yet because you can't relate it to your own experience yet. Sure, great question, and thanks for clarifying. Um, a good place to start would be, I suppose, to... Well, you can always... I, I think you can always tell that you're feeling something. Maybe you don't know exactly what. Maybe, it, maybe it's a, a mixture of emotions as well. It could be like sadness and anxiety and disappointment and anger. And for someone who hasn't been feeling their emotions for a long time, it might be hard. Like, I have trouble sometimes identifying exactly what I feel, but I, I'm not sure that that's the most important thing. 
where you can start is just be like, okay, do you feel something? Yes. Where do you feel it? That's what I would say. I would say, where do you feel that? In your body, basically. Yeah. In, so in, in your in chest your or in your stomach or in your arm. Or yeah, but, your but point to it. Point to it. Be like, where do you feel it? You feel it in your chest? I feel it here when I look at you. <laughs> I wink. You can't see, but I wink. Uh, I knew you would be winking. <laughs> so ask, ask yourself, where do I feel it? Like for me, and I'm still feeling anxiety, like the anxiety that I felt uh, today that I'm still feeling. And I feel it like right now it's less strong because we're doing the podcast. My mind's a bit off it. You're looking at me, making you calm. Yeah, maybe that'd make me more anxious. That's tension, baby, not anxiety. Oof. Ooh. Mm. Maybe I want the anxiety. But going back to your uh, answer to the question, because I liked it, that you start trying to feel it in your body. Where is it? Is it in your heart area? Stomach? Could be shoulders. It should take the time to scan your body from top to bottom, basically. Just maybe lie down, mm. calm environment. Put the lights out. Just low stimuli environment so that you have a capacity to focus on it rather than being distracted by the television, the sounds from outside or the lights or whatever objects you have in your room. Maybe Or maybe you could... No, I, I just thought of it right now. I never do that, but just lie head down. So you can't look at anything. Just looking at, <laughs> just head, at nothing. Just head down on, on the on the bed, like face down. Yeah, face down, yeah. A little hard to breathe. Uh, well, I think you so could you can think, do it in like 20 second intervals. And I, think you come could, up for, I think you could think of something which makes you... <laughs> like a straw apparatus that you can... <laughs> yeah, build, build like a inhaler machine to do this exercise okay. no. or you can just get yourself a massage uh, a massage table mm. anyway, now you made me think uh, of you giving me a massage but we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll keep that for a later but yeah anyway uh, so low stimuli environment so if less distractions and you make it easier for yourself to do it you scan it maybe do one thing at a time maybe you feel like 10 different things but you do one or two things it's already processed from not doing it. Well, another thing we both know is yoga. It's like an exercise to put your body in certain positions and feel it, stretch it. And I would say that could help you very much. And there's also an emphasis on breathing in and out. And breathing in and out is also very useful. I, yeah, I'm quite confident that breathing in raises your heartbeat, breathing out lowers it. So if you want to calm yourself down, well, there's another technique. <laughs> Two sniffs in, it's from a yoga man. Mm. Uh, that's what people do when they cry. It uh, relieves yourself a little. <laughs> Two sniffs in and then... <sighs> Very long, breathe out. Some ASMR, yeah, but uh, yeah, just give us an uh, example. 
pay attention to your breath breathe through your belly not the chest so that was the two more simple things I would recommend do you have any other things you could uh, advise maybe for yourself what that you could think of or maybe for me hmm? or just in general just in general to mitigate anxiety yeah okay so you said yoga and some breathing exercises yeah breathing is like the the quickie you know you can just do it at the spot like mm. if you're at university or at your work you can't do yoga or well it would be pretty funny if you would just do it randomly but yeah breathing is like something close to you just an instrument you can pull out boom yeah uh, yeah, I think those two are great to add to it. I would say, yeah, that there's there's other tools, other things you can do. One thing is just to help, uh, to, to speak to a friend. Like when I came over today, I just told you what was on my mind. And just getting it out and, and sharing with you the, the anxious thoughts that I was experiencing, just hearing them, hearing them come out of my mouth, it sounds way more ridiculous, unrealistic, like it's not grounded on truth. Whereas when it's still, it w when it was still in my head, I kind of did suspect that they were paranoid thoughts. But as they come out, it, it, it's, uh, it's a lot more obvious. So speaking it out to a friend, especially if you're having like a, a loop of anxious thoughts, to, to speak to a friend and tell them like look this is what I'm uh, this is what I'm experiencing right now uh, this is these are the thoughts I'm experiencing uh, that can help if you yeah if you trust the person to, to share your thoughts with yeah and yeah here comes a thing and, uh, I want to link to something but if you trust the person indeed that's very important it's also like very based on your own perception if you trust someone or not like you could be a bit paranoid and not trust anybody while you could have friends who are very trustworthy and would listen to it so what i wanted to work to was like basically categorizing the things we said about what you could do into levels basically which is the most accessible to do and the easiest and which is harder and i would say yeah the breathing is the easiest Mm. it's just very straightforward if you can train yourself to be aware of your breath just breathing in and out and doing that multiple times a day I think it will reduce it by 30% let's say what kind of breathing you mentioned the double breathing yeah yeah or just deep deep breath in and very slow out slow out is very important it mm. just relieves it and in meditation, uh, you also focus on your breath because it gives, yeah, it basically is mind space. I don't know how it works, but for some reason, if you focus on your breath, you just calm down and you get a certain form of concentration which can help you on the go. And also, concentration which may help you to focus on your feelings. Well, then second, I would say, it would be, 
Well, we haven't discussed it yet, but I would say writing, writing it out. Yeah. So you give attention to the feeling and then just basically talking with it by writing. We say something, or uh, yeah, like I like I said in the previous thing uh, we had together, ask yourself questions. We build questions. Oh, why this? Why that? Then you answer. Okay, why this? Answer. Why this? Answer. And then you'll have like a map of why you feel like you feel. And then a more advanced step would be recalibrating your thoughts surrounding the subject, which could result at some point into you not having the anxiety and the paranoid thoughts anymore. And then, and yeah. How would you, yeah, and then what? No, you can continue. Okay, I, I was just going to say, and how would you go about recalibrating those thoughts? Well, first interact with the problematic pattern. So see where it comes from, what is it, what does it say, what feelings are associated to it. Then, because you have to know what you want to change in order to change it, mm -hmm. because otherwise, what am I changing? Then you go to where do I want it, it to move in my head, like thought pattern wise, and then you try to reinforce that by basically thinking about it a lot and also writing about it. Like so, so giving space for yourself to have a new way of seeing things. Okay, so first step, recognize where you are. Yeah, absolutely, very important. Uh -huh. very Be mindful important. of the thoughts you have now. Yeah. Then identify where you want to be, the kinds of thoughts you want to have, the kind of thought patterns you'd like to adopt. Yes. And then focus on those, essentially create those thought patterns and just repeat them over and over. Yeah. And don't be afraid of still having those thoughts you don't want. It's fine. Just look at it. But you also know you have a different way of going about, I would say. And it gives you kind of a, like a, a buffer, I would say. Having a different way of looking at stuff. It's hard to really get or really lose certain thoughts. It's just there. It had its function. And you can decrease their presence, but not fully get rid of them. Because they do have some function, usually. That's why they were present. But they may not be as functional as they were because they stand from a time you were way more vulnerable, like you were a kid or something. Mm. But yeah, I want to go back to the, the levels again. Because uh, we can dive very deep, but uh, yeah, we have obligations to our to each a other. book club. To each other. Oh, mm. to each other? Mm. To each other. Oh, sorry, you didn't know. And uh, some that, other people. That was a secret talk I had. Ooh. But then, yeah, then uh, speaking to a friend, and then the yoga, I would say. Yoga is a bit more advanced in the sense of, yeah, you really have to go to a class, probably. Or do it yourself with YouTube, which um, you probably won't do, but you <laughs> might. Yeah, <laughs> might, might be better. I, I feel like what's nice about taking a class is that, especially for something new, is that it provides the structure that makes adopting the habit easier. And it requires a lot less discipline 
to just go to a class and follow the instructions of the the yoga teacher than it does to like roll out your mat first of all not to roll out your mat like there's that saying the hardest part about going for a run is putting on your shoes and the hardest similarly the hardest part about doing your yoga when you first started doing at home is making the decision to roll out your mat um but anyway uh yeah a, a class might make it easier so to recap i guess unless you have something else no say? no well for a future uh, conversation yes but i think for now this is uh, resourceful enough yeah great we, we will be back and talking about this kind of stuff because yeah I, i'm not going to tell everything so i can come back of course we leave them wanting more <laughs> so to recap you want to be present with the anxiety that you experience don't push it away yes you want to do some breathing breathing really helps you calm down yes and i'm glad you mentioned it because it's something that i'm going to do later on so there's a double breath that that is uh, advocated by andrew huberman mm-hmm. there's also the yoga that you can do meditation will help tremendously as well anything else that i left out writing writing oh yeah writing and speaking to a friend get those thoughts out of your brain onto paper or so you can interact with it right so you can interact with it and uh and ask questions ask questions yeah such as would you want to go on a date with me tomorrow <laughs> and that wraps up the episode <laughs> ladies and gentlemen but yes okay no. <laughs> i knew you would say yes but Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back. And see you later. See ya. Okay. I think we should stop cuz I'm getting excited. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we'll cut all this part out. You will? Definitely. <laughs>